personal branding is everything and is the sole reason why we were able to have such a successful launch. I'm a huge fan of having a niche before you go wide. It's one of my best pieces of advice when it comes to marketing. If it's not fun, it's not sustainable. And what's not sustainable is something that you can't consistently do over and over. And so for me, I'm all about making this journey a good time. <laughs> Welcome to the Boss Babe podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance and learning how to balance it all. I'm Natalie Ellis, co-founder of Boss Babe and your host for this week's episode. So this week, I've got my friend Angie Lee on the show and trust me when I tell you, you are in for a treat. Angie is such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to organic marketing on social media and we honestly left nothing off of the table in this episode. So grab your journal, grab a pen, you're going to be making so many notes because we get really specific and all of the things we're talking about are super actionable. You don't need any paid ads budget behind them. Angie's built a couple of seven-figure brands with zero paid ads. So she really, really knows what it takes to have seven-figure product launches just through using Instagram stories, live video, really, really organic marketing, which I don't think enough people are talking about. So she's a highly sought-after marketing mentor, top motivational speaker, professional podcaster, and serial entrepreneur. She's the co-founder of Soul CBD, which I'm obsessed with, creator of the Pays to Be Brave live event, which I'm speaking at this year, and host of the Forbes Top 100 Business and Lifestyle podcast, The Angie Lee Show. So she's really all about teaching her community how to grow and scale their online business, like I said, with organic marketing, but using sales psychology, authentic messaging, and intuitive marketing. She has so much knowledge when it comes to really understanding who your ideal client is and how to put your product or messaging in a way that makes them feel like you're literally in their head, which I absolutely love. And she's just got such a refreshing approach. It was such a fun conversation and I know you're going to get so much out of it. So as always, screenshot yourself listening to this podcast and share it on your stories along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at I am Natalie at bosswave.inc and at Angie Lee Show because we'll share them on Instagram and also just love seeing what really resonates with you. This episode is brought to you by the Boss Babe Insta Growth Accelerator, a 12-week program designed to help you grow and monetize your Instagram account. If you're ready to grow your audience with your absolute ideal clients who are throwing their credit cards at you, then listen up. I've created a completely free 90-minute training to show you how to do exactly that. I'm taking you through the step-by-step strategy to attracting 10,000 ideal clients as followers over the next 30 days. If you know that growing your audience with ideal clients who can't wait to buy from you would completely change the game, then this training is for you. As I said, it's totally free. I just recommend turning up with a journal and getting rid of all distractions as we waste no time getting into the nitty gritty specifics. You know that I love specifics. To get started with the training, just head to bossbabe.com forward slash IG dash growth or hit the link in the show notes below. So with that, let's dive in and welcome Angie to the show. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise. Keep going and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. Yay, Angie, welcome to the podcast. Woohoo, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here, Natalie. We're basically just going to keep the conversation going that we've been having before we even hit record. And we're talking about being the creative in your business and not 
always being so concerned with every little detail, but knowing that your energy is where it needs to be. And you were just saying, you know, a big focus for you is energy. What does that mean? Mm, I feel as if I'm at the point in my business where there are so many different moving pieces. I have a physical product line. I have a live event. I have digital products. So a lot of people do one of those and they usually just choose one. They have a digital product line or, or they have a physical product line and they go ham on that or they have live events or they have digital courses. But I've decided to somehow do all three right now. And so I've kind of lost my marbles, right? Like I'm kind of, <laughs> kind of losing my mind, but enjoying the process and having fun while doing it. But it's become really clear to me lately that in order for me to successfully maintain all three of these things, which are difficult in and of themselves, I have to take care of me, which is the most valuable asset. So I'm I'm just crazy obsessed right now with becoming the healthiest, most energized, productive person I can become. And right now I'm hiring on a lot of people and you've inspired me a lot to do that. I really need to build a bigger team. I need to outsource areas of my life that are exhausting during the day because I'm being paid to speak all day. I'm either on a podcast or on a video. And that's a lot of energy. It's a very energy rich job. And as much as I love it, I'm realizing that it's not sustainable unless I build a team. We are growing our team so fast at Boss Babe and it's so necessary because I even find when I do a webinar, it might be like a 90 minute webinar, like that wipes me out. I put so much energy into it. Or if I have a speaking event, like it really, really tires me out. And I feel like in the past when I was in that mode of like hustling and having to build, build, build. I didn't have the space to be able to take the rest of the day off when I just did a webinar. I was like in the DMs, I was doing the customer service, all those things. But now it's really nice to have a team where you can actually be like, nope, that's where all my energy is going today. And I'm going to do it to the absolute best of my ability. And I know everything else is taken care of. Every stage in your business, you're kind of looking for the people that can come on board and help you build towards your goals. And for me, finding people that are better at certain things than I am has been the best thing I ever did. So I love that. Yeah. I did a webinar last week for 500 people and I remember doing a ton of work before it and it was three hours and I gave my all and I got off and I thought, why am I so exhausted? It was almost as if I don't honor that that is a lot of energy. I'm still really hard on myself with, well, that wasn't a live event, so it's fine. I'm okay. That was the same size of Pays to be Brave, but it's okay. Like I got this I'm going to go record another episode or I'm going to go edit something. And that's just not the way I should be about it. So I think honoring your energy is everything as a female entrepreneur and any entrepreneur. Yep. And even Instagram stories, it's tiring for all of you listening who really do find it tiring to show up every day and create content. Like I see you, it really, really is tiring. And me and Angie do it every single day. It's still tiring. Yeah. You and I are on there like 400 times a day. So literally constantly. (laughs) So What does being healthy and productive mean to you? Like, do you have any like specific rituals or things you're doing right now that you would share? Yeah, I am really into intermittent fasting right now. I'm playing with fasting to see if that helps my brain health. I have found that food is obviously necessary for us, but it also does make me sleepy. And so I'm playing around with an eight hour window during the day where I'm eating really light when I'm working. And then at night is when I actually eat the heaviest when I'm done with all of my content creation. I have found that's been really awesome. Obviously stripping sugar out of my diet, that's been huge. Just bumping up my activity level, which someone would say is a little bit ironic because if you're tired and and doing more things, why would you add to your physical activity? But I have found that in order to create energy, you have to move your body. And so I'm bumping up my exercise a bit. I'm hiring someone to help with meals. I'm hiring an executive assistant to help out with the daily 
mundane things that get in my way and then my creative brain feels overwhelmed. I love all the biohacking. I know you're into biohacking as well. I've been doing a ton of float tanks, cryotherapy, saunas. I kind of do it all. I'm pretty obsessed. I would say five to 10 hours of my week are <laughs> are dedicated to biohacking and self-care. And it, that sounds a little silly, right? And I actually feel a little bit of almost this guilt when I say that, but then I remind myself that I've worked really, really hard for years and years and years in order to have a lifestyle where I can do that. And that's what I want to do with my free time. I don't have kids yet. And so for me, I want to be at cryotherapy five times a week. I want to be doing those things so I can be on this podcast right now and be giving my best energy and passion to you guys. I think that especially women like you and I, Natalie, who are influencers or we're in a space where we're leading and serving people, it's actually our number one job to make sure that we are the healthiest version of ourselves. People are literally paying us for our brain and our energy, like hands down, period. And that does feel a little heavy sometimes, but at the same time, it's what I wanted. And so it's my job to make sure that I'm feeling friggin' amazing. <laughs> that's my job. And also don't forget the dance parties. Like that's a big part, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, we need yeah. to get everyone in on that. I move a lot. I live in a house with female entrepreneurs and we're always moving and dancing and having a really good time. And I try to infuse fun into everything I do right now because sustainability is everything for me. And I've realized that if it's not fun, it's not sustainable. And what's not sustainable is something that you can't consistently do over and over. And so for me, I'm all about making this journey a good time. <laughs> yep, I agree. And all those things you said as well about fasting and your diet, that's been huge for me. I don't do fasting as much now as I used to. I'm experimenting what it's like not to fast, but I fasted for a really long time, like intermittently, but also the same cutting sugar out and really low carb during the day has been huge. I don't find myself having energy slumps. It's like 2.30 PM now. I'm like super energized the same as I was this morning and I feel like that really does come from diet and I liked what you said about in order to create energy you need to move your body like I really find that to be true as well when you're in one of those ruts where you're not working out and you just have no energy to work out it's this cycle that seems to just keep going whereas when you break that cycle and you start working out even if you don't feel like it all of a sudden you start creating all of this new energy which keeps you going yeah absolutely and, and it's something that there's a woman listening to this right now who's thinking, well, I'm in the hustle mode. I'm in the zone. I have to put my business first. And I'll be honest with you. I choose health over business. I always have, and I always will. And I think that's what's made me a successful entrepreneur is that I will choose a workout class or I will choose eating the healthy meal or doing the healthy thing over sometimes a business meeting. I've always done that. And again, this is all priorities, but to me, I have to be healthy and energized in order for these businesses to work. Like it, It's a lot. It's just so energy rich right now in my life that I'm, I'm kind of in this stage, which I'm glad you asked me this question. I'm in this stage of becoming obsessed with how can I become literally the most energized person that I know. Like I just want to be superwoman every day. So focusing on my sleep, my nutrition, my movements. I sleep nine hours a night. I'm a baby grandma. I take that seriously. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs also are staying up till 3 a.m. working on sales pages. And I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm not a fan of the Gary Vaynerchuk no sleep model. I think that your brain needs to recharge at night. So I'm also huge on sleep. Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. 
If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture, and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch at your desk or listen to on the go, but it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, Every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe, masterclass.com slash boss babe. The other day, the team and I were talking about how much our audience loves biohacking. And whenever we release content based around creating better habits for our lifestyle and health, you all seem to really soak it up and request more. So I wanted to share about our podcast sponsor, Prolon, today because I've never seen a company like this. Prolon is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making cells believe that they're fasting. There are so many strategic benefits to fasting and Prolon helps you hit these goals without actually needing to fast. Prolon's five-day program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all designed to keep your body in a fasted state. And you get everything pre-packaged, labeled, and ready to go, so there's no guesswork. It's super simple, and it works. Extended fasting of at least two to three days has proven to produce unique benefits like cellular rejuvenation, metabolic support, and increased cardiovascular health. So if you're ready for a fasting program that doesn't leave you hungry or exhausted and instead gives you more energy, I highly recommend giving Prolon a try. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash boss babe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash boss babe for this special offer. Prolonlife.com slash boss babe. Yeah, I'm fully in agreement with that. I can't say that I've always in my journey prioritized health over business. I do now, but it's something that I really had to like force myself into learning. But I've always been eight hours sleep at a minimum, nine hours if it's like I'm getting a good night. And that's even when there's deadlines going on, I still go to bed and I get eight hours sleep, like nothing comes between me and my sleep. Otherwise, I'm just not productive. You waste your entire day afterwards. But yeah, it's so important. And like you were saying, I'm kind of the same in that I spend so much of my money on health, whether it's my diet or my assistant or working out. I spend so much money on health and I couldn't honestly think of a better place to put my money. Like, what's the point of having money if you can't spend it on keeping yourself alive longer or enjoying being energized enough to enjoy your day? It makes no sense to me. Oh, yeah. Like, hands down. When people ask me, <laughs> what do I think is the best investment? I always say before a mastermind or before anything, it's nutrition. It's putting your money into healthy food and a gym membership or an exercise routine, 100%. Because a lot of these women, they're trying to work from zero. They're trying to work from empty. And that's just, it's not sustainable. Yeah, fully agree. So you talked a lot about, you've got so many different things going on. I know that you're super multi-passionate. So talk me through a little bit what that looks like for you right now. What are your main focuses at the minute? Yeah, there's three different things going on right now for me. It's obviously continuously building my podcast show and making that really niche in the marketing and sales space. Pretty much number one is is my live event, Pays to Be Brave. So working with an event planning team, 
to make sure that all of those details are ironed out, are organized. I didn't realize how much work went into live events until I actually did it (laughs) because I'm just one of those people who jumps in and then I figure out how to swim. I didn't take swimming lessons before I jumped. Oops. (laughs) <laughs> Oops. Oh, well, we figured it out, right? We figured it out on the way down. So I'm really stoked for that. Paisley Brave is my baby. Natalie will be there, you guys. I'm so, so honored and excited. And it's a lot of work. It's going to be 1,500 women in October. So every little detail, and I'm trying to stay out of it. But again, the first few years of it, you're still in the weeds of it. And then number three, my brother and I own a huge CBD line right now, which we started less than two years ago. And it was a vision that we had because we both fell in love with cannabis. And now, we're running that together, bringing on a COO, a marketing team, an affiliate team, really focusing on affiliate marketing with that. My biggest job right now is really the influencer marketing world. Me being on the side of it where I'm paid and I'm the influencer. And then now me diving into the other side, which is interesting, where I'm now paying influencers and working with influencers to represent Soul CBD. So my life is influencer marketing all day. (laughs) I love it. And it's so nice that you can be on the other side of it too, because you understand what influencers want out of a deal, which is awesome. And I think not a lot of brands do. So pays to be brave. Yeah, I'm going to be there October, San Diego. What date specifically? Four through six. Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. Yeah, this is going to be really, really good. I'm super excited for that. And I'm really excited to chat more about Soul CBD and really what it takes building a product-based business. But before we get into that, I really want to pick your brain on organic marketing because you are a genius when it comes to organic marketing. And I would love for you to share how you've really been able to build essentially multiple brands just through organic marketing and video. How have you done that? I am a big affiliate marketer right now, and I'm pushing a friend and a colleague's course right now. And we just did a webinar and I generated $100,000 in 45 minutes. And what was crazy about that is I did that with no complicated funnel. There was no specific email sequence. I didn't have a tripwire. There was no funnel for that. There was no ads. There was nothing like that. And after she asked me, she said, how did that just happen? And I said to her, you know what? The only thing that's coming through to me right now which is something that I really want to expand on in my content is I date my customer, which means that I treat the sales process like dating or I treat it like sex, where I complement the sales funnel to the dating funnel, essentially, where I'm nurturing these women. And I spend a lot of time in the nurturing or the dating phase with my customer more than I ask for the sale or, or I try to close them. And for me, it has largely been video marketing. Before IG Stories, it was Facebook Live. That's where I sold out majority of my courses. I memorized a sales script in a sense for video that I would go through. And then now it's mostly IG stories, but nothing matches that human connection with your audience. Nothing matches storytelling. And what I've learned to do really well, which you do as really well as, as well is matching the story to a solution. And so I'm always pairing my relevant story with the pain point that my customer is screaming and saying that she needs. Another thing I do that I don't think people do enough of is I market research really, really heavily. I'm pretty much obsessed with my customer and figuring out who she is, what does she want, what would she think is valuable, what would she think is funny. And I take that data and I put it into Word documents. And then I use that language, that specific language of my customer. And I use that for titles and emails. I use that for titles of videos, IG story content, posts, any sales pages. That's pretty much what I've been doing is working backwards, allowing my customer to give me the language. I use that language. I put it into my copy and I'm continuously matching my story and my experience with the solution that she's craving. And I rotate that over and over and over. And 
it's not rocket science. I don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. I think there's a lot of marketers out there that make it really, really complicated. I keep things really, really simple. I think there's a ton of wealth in simplicity and more people need to spend time becoming obsessed with the customer more than even their product. I know that sounds kind of controversial. Like what? Shouldn't it be about the product? But you could have the coolest product in the world. It doesn't mean they're going to come. You can build it. It doesn't mean they're going to come. <laughs> yeah. You have to first create the hype and the excitement and have a friend and build the friendship with them or date them, as I like to say. And then after you've dated your customer for a bit and you've shown her this love, this attention, this flirting, this nurturing, then when you have an offer that you know she wants, it's going to sell. It's going to be an easy sell. But I just, I think that's such a bullshit marketing quote of build it and they'll come. I, they won't. <laughs> you have, you have to yep. first it's something that's in need, something that's relevant, something that's in demand. And then I'm obsessed with niche. I'm obsessed with having a focus. I think so many women are launching IG pages as you teach or all these social accounts that are super broad. If I could tell a woman anything, it's to be really focused on one thing and become known for one thing before you're trying to become known for everything. This is the Tony Robbins effect. This is the influencer effect. Every girl just wants to be a wellness, life coach, health coach, business coach, everything coach overnight. And they're not realizing that's not going to get them on stages. That's not going to get them on podcasts. That's not going to create an engaged audience. I'm a huge fan of having a niche before you go wide. It's one of my best pieces of advice when it comes to marketing. I love that. Yeah. And I actually don't think enough people do the market research. They find a solution for a problem they think people have and they spend so much time building this amazing product. And like you say, people won't come. And even the fastest growing companies in the world with very well-known products, they all had to start by nurturing a community. I remember listening to a podcast about Reddit and they were saying they were in the actual forums and they were creating usernames and pretending to populate it to kind of make that customer experience even better. And regardless of what you're doing, if you don't really understand and connect to the person you're trying to sell to, no one's going to be interested in what you've got. So I'm a big believer of really starting out with just a minimal viable product, see what works, see what sticks, and then go with everything else. When you said about market research really heavily, how do you do that? I'm not a type A woman, but for some reason, when it comes to marketing, I'm obsessed with having it be very organized and strategic. <laughs> so mm. how I have done this in the past is, and I'm going to tell you guys right now, literally how I would do this on Facebook when I was really, really active on Facebook. But again, now with the Instagram engagement tools and with the DM, you can learn so much about the person that you're speaking to. These social platforms make it really easy to creep. They make it very, very easy to creep and to have a conversation with the woman that you're speaking to. So if you're a creeper, you can make money. You got this. I believe in you. So this is what I did when I had a program for health and wellness coaches. I utilized one Facebook groups. That's fantastic for niche markets of people having private conversations around their problems, right? What better place to go hang out than a circle of women complaining or <laughs> expressing their issues or the things that they wish they had help with than a Facebook group online. And a lot of them are public. So you can jump in there and see what women are asking. Another thing you can do if you don't have a large audience yet is creep on YouTube, or you can go onto Amazon book reviews. You can go onto another similar influencers page on Instagram and even just read through her comments and see what her community is asking her, right? She has the asset that you're looking for. She's already built it. Why not go creep and see what her audience is saying? Now, this isn't to go take her content or try to be like her. It's simply to just study the audience that she's built and see what they're saying. And then maybe you can create content based on those top three to four questions that you see. So what I would do is I utilized 
Facebook groups. I utilize free public platforms. When I was on live videos, I would ask for engagement and say to the woman watching, what are the top three things you struggle with? Or if you could have blank, what would it be? I basically would ask these open-ended questions to get them to give me their language. And then from there, I would copy and paste that language or have an assistant go through and copy and paste that language and put it into Word docs. And then at the end of the week, I had a Word document titled Words of My Customer. And I would be able to use that in all of my sales copy. Another ninja thing I did is with Facebook groups, you're allowed to ask questions before they go inside. And I used to run a lot of very large Facebook groups where I would ask them questions about their pain points. What are the top three things you're struggling with when it comes to X, Y, and Z? I would take that data. My assistant would take that, put that into the Word document. And so what I'm doing is I'm basically listening more than I create, which I think is a really important quality for any marketer or saleswoman is to listen to this audience and then take their language and put it into your sales copy, whether that's a video or it's a static landing page. And that's been really great for me because you know, Natalie, what it creates is the me too effect or you, oh my gosh, you're in my brain effect, which is essentially where a woman DMs you or writes you or comments on the video oh my gosh, I feel like you're in my brain. Oh my God, how did you know I'm dealing with that? And I've literally mastered how to get women to say that. And I get that on a daily basis now. And I'm able to then study and say, okay, I'm on the right track. If I'm getting 15 to 20 women every day, at least who are DMing me saying, oh my God, I feel like I am you. You get me. How did you know I'm dealing with that? And I'm like, well, I listened to you and and I'm studying you and I'm creeping on you. So of course I know what you're dealing with. So that's been something that's been really, really valuable for me. My goal with every sales page is to get the woman to say, holy shit, how does she know me? This is creepy. Like, how does she know my language? Uh, That's like literally my goal with sales pages. But you know, a lot of times when women launch a sales page, they kind of just put whatever they think the woman would want to hear or fluffy language that's really vague, or it's just like super vague language that your customer wouldn't actually ever say. And so there's not the strong connective tissue with the customer and there's not the me too effect. So I'm obsessed with creating content that gets someone to take action. And I think the only way someone's going to take action is if you get them to, to have that point of resonance. Yep. I totally agree. Sometimes you see sales pages and it's just listed of all the benefits you're going to receive and people don't buy because of benefits. They're going to buy because of you understanding them, the way you're making them feel and what you're telling them you can do in a way of transformation for them. That's why they're going to buy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pairing the story with the solution. That's everything. And is it also true that you voice note people that DM you, your audience? Yeah, I do. I try to get to as many of them as I can. I'm now getting to a point where it's a little bit more difficult, but I take the time to engage with them. I take the time to answer them. I video them back. I voice message them back. And then through that, I can learn a ton about the woman coming to my event. I learn a ton about why someone just purchased Soul CBD, and then I take notes and that to my team. I can learn a ton about why she just purchased a course. Why does she listen to my show? For almost a year straight, every single woman who tagged me, this is literally obsession at its finest, right? Literally every single woman that tagged me saying, I love this show. This is great. Listen to this show. I would DM her back and I would say, what did you love about it? What was your favorite episode? And I would take that to heart or literally put it into the Word document again. And then I create more content around that. So I'm essentially just really highly connected to the woman that I'm speaking to. And that's why I call sales dating or sales sex, because it's very, very similar. It's like dating a guy who he listens to you. He knows what dinner place you want to go to because he listens to you. He knows what gifts you like because he actually listened to you and you're more inclined to trust him and want to be with him and want to marry him or sleep with him because he's paying attention 
to the details and I pay attention to the details. I'm now, to be honest, I'm in a pickle where that's becoming a little bit more difficult as I'm scaling and I'm, I'm trying to scale intimacy, but I want to do it until I can't because I'm super determined to know who this woman is. And even my events, women were saying, how did you know what content to create for your event? I felt like the event was made just for me. I'm like, because the event was designed eight months ago when you DM'd me, Cheryl, and you said, this is what I would love to see, you know? (laughs) So I create for her and I listen to her and I ask myself all the time, can I pair my zone of genius and my expertise with the problem that she has? If I can do that, boom, that's that's a product, that's a solution right there. Yeah. And it just allows you to serve on such a different level. Mm -hmm. People aren't buying from you just because they like your brand. They're buying from you because they know what you're doing can actually change their life, which Mm -hmm. I just love. So much value in that. It really is so simple, but often people don't want to put in the work in the beginning. They don't want to respond to all the DMs. They don't want to go in the Facebook groups and ask questions, but sometimes that's what it takes of maybe just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and really getting that language. And it's something that we do all the time too. Like when we're thinking of creating a new product, I'll send out a questionnaire in an email and say, Hey, would you please fill this in and let me know what's coming up for you right now? They'll fill it in. And then I'll literally take what they've said, make it into a product and then use their language to sell it back to them. Be like, this is what you said you wanted. Let's do this. And it's the simplest way of doing it. It costs nothing either. A ninja tip that I would love to give you ladies, and you guys can write this down. You can actually do this right now while you're listening to this episode on iTunes. You can pause it and put this on Facebook. You can do this on Instagram. I don't know why this works so well. Honestly, this is sales psychology and maybe it's the way that it's phrased, but I do that. If I was to blank, would you be down or would you be interested? It works like gold. And the engagement from that question is always really, really high. So I'll say, if I was to create a course that taught you exactly how I generated 250K launches on video with zero paid ads, would you be down? Would you be interested? And then it'll be yes, 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 yes. Just hundreds of yes, 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 yes. Or, oh my God, I need this. Oh my God, I need this. So you guys can do this in a Facebook post. You can do this in IG stories. You can do this on your stories tonight, face to camera and just say, hey, speak to your ideal client. Hey, mom's looking to burn fat or hey, woman looking to make money online. If I was to create blank, or if I was to design blank, or if I was to share with you blank, would you be interested? And make sure that idea that you have or the offer that you potentially have is very, very, very specific. I like to use numbers and stats and use pain points and pleasure points, but I do that all the time. And for some reason, that question, it's gold. It gets them wondering what's up. And they're like, yeah, if you were to create that, I would love that. And that's what I've done for a lot of my courses. I first ask them if they'd be interested in that. And if I get enough yeses, I'll do it. If I don't get a lot of yeses, then I may not create it. Yeah, I highly recommend anyone listening right now, just go and do that, go and figure it out. And what we do as well, we'll ask that question. And then when we actually create the thing that they said they did want, we'll go and tag them. Hey, remember you said you wanted it? Well, here it is. They're like, wow, she actually listened to me and she's creating it. And she's remembering that I said I would like that scaling intimacy it's so important to be able to still keep that connection and even if it is just tagging them on something they're going to feel like you really do care and you're creating for them which I think is a game changer it's a relationship going back to dating it's a relationship it's a two-way conversation it's not a one-sided conversation it's not a vacuum of okay I have this idea I'm going to create this course and then I'm going to launch it and I hope people love it because I'm really smart and I really love it And I think it's cool. That is the biggest mistake you can make as a marketer is thinking that because you like your idea or it sounds cute, that other people are going to buy it. And the market is the market. I wish it worked that way. If it did, I'd be launching a course about, 
I don't know how to pick your nose and meditate outside and be a reiki <laughs> right? Like, I don't know, like, I, or how cryotherapy helps your sex life. I don't know. I'd just be making up weird stuff, but again, that's not what my audience is screaming for. And so it's knowing that sales is dating and it's a two-way relationship. It's a two-way conversation. And the best marketers are having a conversation with their audience. They're not speaking to them. They're speaking with them and they're allowing the audience to speak back and say, Hey, this is what I want more of. This is what I really need. And again, I know in the beginning, this can be difficult because you don't have a large audience yet, but once it grows, this is going to become obviously a lot easier, but you have to start somewhere. I don't care if it's 500 people on Instagram, you have to start somewhere with that conversation. I just like want to respond being like, amen. That's what I, I'm like, I'm at the Holy Church of Baby Grandma right now. I am, <laughs> I am Baby Grandma. Wait, that's the best thing I've ever heard on a podcast. Oh my gosh. Wait, that's it. That's going to be the teaser of this episode. <laughs> Guys, wait, honestly, no, that is some branding and marketing right there. A few years ago, not a few. Wait, I was in college more than a few years ago. About eight years ago, I was in college my freshman year and my roommate was joking around telling me that I always go to bed early. I'm a grandma. I like to go on walks. You know, I'm making soup all day. Like I was just doing these grandma things. And I said to her, I'm kind of like a baby and a grandma mixed in one. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm a baby grandma. I started the hashtag. This is before Instagram was popping and the coolest thing ever. And the next thing you know, now I have a baby grandma line and people buy mugs that say baby grandma. So Talk about personal branding. <laughs> Such good branding. It started as a joke, you guys, and it's not a joke anymore, but it started as a joke. And now between you guys, because you guys are cool if you're listening to Natalie's show, my goal is to actually maybe sell the rights of baby grandma to Target one day. So this thing that started as a joke <laughs> may be a zillion dollar idea. <laughs> I really believe it. I feel like so many of us are just like closet baby grandmas. And we're like, yes, I do love a 9 p.m. bedtime. Yeah, women love it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. So I want to pivot on the Holy Church to talk about soul CBD because I know for a lot of women listening, they have product-based businesses or they're thinking about product-based businesses and it's not always something we talk about. And it's such a big difference, like having a service-based and a product-based, it's like worlds apart. So I would love to know, where did the idea for Soul even come about? My brother is a professional athlete, Mike Lee. He was using it for pain management. I was using it for anxiety as an entrepreneur. I've always dealt with anxiety. I used to have horrible debilitating anxiety attacks that literally left me hopeless and in hospitals and seeing all these naturopathic doctors trying to figure out what it was. And I refused to take medication. I've always been very holistic. I've been very passionate about not using pharmaceuticals for myself. That's been a personal decision. And I discovered CBD. A girl told me about it one day. I started taking it. I loved it. It helped me so much. And around this time, my brother and I really wanted to come out with a physical product, but we couldn't think of what it would be. And we're sitting there taking drops of CBD and we're like, God, what would the product be? What would it be? <laughs> because I realized that I didn't tap out in a sense, but I got to a point with digital courses where I had done well, I had made over seven figures in digital courses. And I'm thinking to myself, what could I do that is actually going to make me money while I sleep, but something that I'm extremely passionate about. And we put our heads together and we said, let's get into the cannabis industry not knowing a ton about cannabis, but just being extremely passionate about the product and knowing that we would just hire smarter people around us. So we hired a business mentor in the cannabis space. We hired a marketing team and we haven't looked up or breathed since. So <laughs> that's the story of Soul. It's such a great industry to be in right now. We're building it to sell it and we're building it to get to a certain point and then possibly move on to something else. But right now I just love it. I, I love the plant and I love what it does for people. I'm super passionate about it. 
I love that. And it's also so great to create a business with that exit strategy in mind because you know what you're working towards. You're making decisions that are actually going to add up the valuation of your company because you know what your end goal is. And it's so nice to have that end goal and then reverse engineer. It's what I've done. So many amazing entrepreneurs, they see where they're going. They're like, okay, what steps do I need to take to get there? And you'll make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. And usually most people aren't public about that. An owner of a company a founder sometimes won't tell you that they're building it to sell it, but obviously we're speaking to female entrepreneurs right now. And I love being super honest with my audience and your audience. Why not just tell them that's what we're doing. And we're doing it because the cannabis industry is so volatile and it's going to change a ton and Pepsi is going to come and buy out everybody. So we don't really have a choice. And I think it's good to have an intent like that. Like you said, I think it's good to have a clear vision of what are you doing? Because building a company to sell is very different than building it to run it and keep it for a while. It's very different. We're, we're building it with the intention of the specific assets we need for someone to come and acquire it. So It's completely different. But what's interesting as well, when you work on building up your personal brand, you can start these different companies and leverage your brand to build them. And then if you do sell off that brand, you've still got your personal brand, which is amazing. And you can then start something new. And I think that's such a strong argument for having a personal brand and having that foundation on which you leverage. It's what we do with Boss Babe. We have multiple different companies, but we're able to use our brand that we've built over a few years to have these different companies, which it just seems to make so much sense. So what kind of milestones have you hit with Soul so far that you're really proud of? Because you've been moving really, really fast. Absolutely. And there was a moment when we hit over seven figures in less than a year. And I looked at Mike and I said, oh my God, this is something I've been preaching about. I share it on shows. I've been interviewed on personal branding. I talk about it, but this is the first time in my life where I literally feel chills in my body. And I believe it with every cell in my body that personal branding is everything. It's everything. It is the sole reason, no pun intended, why we were able to have such a successful launch. It's because I put in eight to 10 years of nurturing slash dating my audience. And thus, when I asked for this sale or I presented them with a product that this isn't a toothbrush, this is something that they have to put into their body. They have to trust me and they have to trust me at a a pretty deep level. Cause I don't know, I would say 60% of the customers weren't even sure what CBD was. They thought it was weed. I mean, this was a big trust fall for a lot of them. And I worked so hard putting in that, that dedication to this audience and to know that when I launched something that I was passionate about, that I trust and love, and they just said, heck yes, where can I sign up? Whatever it is, I'll do it because it's you. It was in that moment that I realized that personal branding, it's everything. Whatever you ladies want to do, focus on audience building. Your audience is the oxygen of any company that you launch. Again, if it's a toothbrush, if it's shampoo, if it's network marketing, if it's a digital course, if it's an event. Again, my event, my event sold out and had 500 people. Most people don't have a large first event. The only reason that happened was there wasn't one specific email. There wasn't one specific marketing secret that I'm hiding from you guys. It was, I put in the unsexy years and years of building trust. And I know that that's what you gals are doing too. So you totally get it. But I know there's someone listening who maybe it hasn't really hit her yet. (laughs) And I want it, I really want it to soak in for her and have her realize that it's everything. And soul would not be where it is today. We would have not signed with an investor last week. None of this would have happened if I didn't put in the hard, hard, unsexy work of building and really putting my heart and soul into the woman that I'm speaking to. It's everything and I'll forever do it. And it's inspired me to just blow up my brand 10X because I'm like, they're my people. They're like my family. 
Well, congratulations on the investor. That's really exciting. Yay, it is. We're hoping to get into uh, Target and Petco and uh, you guys will see us in stores. <laughs> I love it. So, so good. And I love just what you're saying about, you know, your community. They're like your family because it's true. You don't need hundreds of thousands of followers to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. You really mm. just need to understand exactly who's following you, why and what kind of value you can give to them that's the basis of it all so I absolutely love that how is the process of jumping from selling services you know being able to do webinars and all the things that we're very comfortable doing to branching out and doing different kind of marketing I know you're doing affiliate podcast sponsorship different things like that and also on top of that you know pitching to really big retailers I've been there it's so interesting and it's so different how are you finding that it's definitely very different but I love it I actually have found my groove. And I I think I'll always have a physical product. I actually love owning a physical product line more than digital courses. Digital courses are easier to create though, and there's less overhead. So you'd think that I would love that more. But to be honest, I love the fulfillment of serving a mass amount of people and seeing orders go through at night and seeing it scale to a point that I've never seen a digital course scale. And I love knowing that I can do what I do best, which is share my passion for it, share my love for it, engage the audience, make sure I have all of our affiliates in line, do most of the marketing and the affiliate marketing. And then there is no coaching on the back end. There is no support necessarily on the back end. It's the product. It speaks for itself and it works on its own. It's a very potent, incredible product. And I love that. I love doing the front end of business. That's really my zone of genius is the front end as the promoter and as the influencer. And then the back end, obviously, especially if this product light, I don't, I don't touch. I'm not... I'm not hanging out at the farm every day, guys. <laughs> I really? am very, but again, I don't want to sell Natty Tash. I do know absolutely what's going on. I know uh, our supplier. I've been to our farm in Kentucky. I just got back. I mean, we are extremely diligent and passionate about where it comes from, making sure it's one of the best in the United States, organic, all of those things. But at the same time, as a businesswoman, I know that if my job is to share my story and my passion around CBD, that's where I need to stay. That's my that's my zog. That's my zone of genius. And then allow our COO to do all the spreadsheets and the financial planning. And I'm like, I don't look at our numbers every day because I just get out of it. You know, that's not where I thrive. And I don't feel motivated when I look at the numbers all day. I feel motivated when I'm actually in our inbox conversing with someone. So again, as you can tell, I'm all about human to human sales. (laughs) Yeah, I love that so much. And what's been the secret to affiliate marketing that you found? Ooh, affiliate marketing. That's been my jam. I'm now transitioning to be a full-time affiliate marketer, which is really cool. And now also hiring out a bunch of affiliates for Soul. And even in my courses, I did a lot of affiliate marketing where if they went through my course, she was paid to share with a friend or every sale that she made, she was paid. So I've used it a lot. We're using it for Pacey Brave this year. I think the secret is incentives and the secret is super fans. And I think nothing sells your product more than someone else talking about how amazing it is. And something that we've seen work really, really well, and you gals will notice if you follow me on IG, is I'm constantly sharing other women excited about the product or excited about the event. And I'm doing that because it's social proof. And I'm also doing it because it's actually more powerful for you to see Susan excited to go to the event or excited that she just tried Soul CBD because you're seeing a real life woman, a real girl, just like you using it, where it can't always just be me talking about how amazing it is. I can get kind of old and it's not it's not as powerful. And so I love collecting all of our video testimonials and using that a lot in our video marketing and in our affiliate marketing and doing a ton of video testimonials and incentives. We are really building out a system right now 
for our soul sisters, we call them our soul sisters, for our affiliates that they are incentivized with education and prizes and a lot of cool things if they sell. So again, I think when you're in sales, you need incentives. So why not give these girls some awesome incentives for crushing it for us? I love that the video testimonials is a game changer. So I just have one final question for you because I've dived into so much marketing. I want to know when is the best time to use Soul CBD? Ooh, that's a good, a good one. question, right? That's a good one. Like no one ever knows. When do I take this? I know. It's funny because it's not a medication in that there's one specific time or with or without food. It's obviously not like that. But what I suggest for you ladies is take it acutely when you feel very anxious. You're about to go into a social situation, a first date. I use that all the time for that. You can use it before speaking. I was downing it before pays to be brave. Before I go speak publicly, I always take a dropper or two. But I also will take it chronically just on a daily basis. I'll take it just to maintain this nice homeostasis. And I'll take a dropper or two in the morning. I feel most of my anxiety actually in the morning because I have a to-do list. If you're someone who feels it at night and it's difficult to go to sleep because your mind's racing, I definitely suggest taking it at night. So what I would suggest is taking it every single day so it builds up in your system, but choose either morning or night when you feel the most anxious. And then when a really stressful moment comes on, go ahead and take an additional dropper if that feels good for you. But again, test it out with your body, see what works for you. We obviously can't make medical claims, but a lot of people are using it on a daily basis and then a little bit more here and there when life is getting a little bit crazier. You'll be okay. There's no overdosing. There's no harmful side effects. <laughs> so. Oh, that's good. I have it on my desk and normally I have it just before my lunch. It's like kind of like a trigger. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have lunch. I have it. It's literally on my desk all the time. And I have one at home for like you're saying, when there's just a bit of extra anxiety going on, I take it before a webinar. I take it if I've got a big pitch, anything like that. So definitely just want to say thank you for creating such an epic product. We talked about the actual CBD, but I used one of your bath bombs. I think it was like Sunday night and I had the best sleep of my life. It was so good. Yes, the bath bombs. That makes me super happy. You gals, it's the best stocking stuffer. It's the best gift to give your girlfriends. And it's a great way to dive into CBD and test it out if you're feeling like you're not ready for the tincture. But honestly, a tincture at night under your tongue, hold it for 30 seconds, plus a bath bomb. Oh my gosh. Game over. (laughs) Here's my recipe. I put tincture under my tongue evening, bath bomb in the bath, plus Epsom salt, plus some coconut oil. Like I am out for the count. It's the best. grandma approved. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Well, Angie, thank you so, so much for being part of the podcast. I am obsessed with everything we've talked about. And for anyone listening, firstly, I really want you to go out and do the challenge that Angie was talking about. So really saying, if I were to create blank, would you be interested? And also I want you to take a screenshot of this podcast and I want you to tag me and Angie and tell us what was your biggest takeaway? Bonus points if you do a video. Woo! We'll reshare you and we'll say hey to you and I'll voice message you in the DM and say, what's up girl? If you loved this episode, please subscribe and be sure to leave us a review. We want to hear what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were, and also really want to know who you want to see on the show. And speaking of reviews, I've also got a little something up my sleeve for you. So I want to send you a copy of the Boss Babe 25. This is a brand new resource that we've created and trust me, you're going to love it. So 
the Boss Babe 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth. Seriously, this little resource is like a little Boss Babe holy grail. You are going to love it. It covers everything from must-have products, our favorite books, rituals that we do daily, and little hacks to help you grow. So if you want a copy, it's really easy. Just leave us a review, screenshot that review, and email it to podcast at bossbabe.com. That is podcast at bossbrave.com and we'll send you a free copy over within 24 hours. We love bringing you experts and interviews from other successful business owners so they can talk about their experiences and share information, tips and what has worked for them. However, remember that the opinions or advice of our guests and as the hosts should not be taken as personal, actionable advice and as given as general information and education only. Please always remember to consult a qualified professional before implementing any medical, financial, legal, or other business advice to ensure it will work for you or your business. Boss Babe is not responsible nor liable for your decision to implement anything you hear on the podcast. Please listen and act responsibly. The opinions of our guests do not represent the opinions or views of Boss Babe, Danielle Canty, or Natalie Ennis personally and are meant as information and general education only.